Welcome back to The Minute Who Shagged Me, where we go through the Austin Powers movies one minute at a time, continuing with The Spy Who Shagged Me. I'm Johnny, and I'm here on a Friday with Megan's Last Minutes. How do you feel? Excited, sad, but mostly excited. Excited to have been here. It's been fun. Yeah. So we're ending the week with Minute 15. Um... It begins with Frau being a good friend. (laughs) The kind of friend we all want. Yeah. You've got a Frau in me. (laughs) I love the explanation. It's like, you got a nose, mustache, milk, nose, something. Yeah. You can't even, because it's like, it's too much. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. (laughs) He's really dipped it. He's he's Belgian dipped it, as he (laughs) puts there are two things I'd like to point out about that. One, his compact is branded for Evil Corp. Yep. But he also has a compact. Yeah. Mirror. And a Frappuccino. I, he's just really basic, too. Yeah. Like, yes. Well, that's fine. And also, don't look up what a Belgian dip is. I won't. I won't. Don't do it. I did it. It's not a good idea. Yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. One of the explanations is this movie. Uh-huh. Of like, that's what it is. And uh-huh. then um, the second explanation is not quite as good. Now I'm curious. I'm going to encourage you guys to do that at your own risk. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'll oh, tell God. you off air. But okay. I won't, I won't. Okay. All right. I'm not going to say it on the pod because that that's fine. gross. That's great. It's gross. Okay. But like, have fun Googling that, you guys. I've Imagine. Done, I've done enough for this show. Yeah. If you're listening to this in the middle of the night and you want to scare yourself to sleep, just uh, <laughs> flip over, grab your phone, uh, type in. Have a Google. Yeah, have a Google. Have a Google. Uh, have a giggle. Have a Google yeah, giggle. Both of them. <laughs> um, Google what uh, Belgian dip means and go to the not Austin Powers explanation and you'll find exactly what I'm talking about. Um. I like this explanation a lot better. It's pretty cute. We get the milk situation cleared up. And they announce that they have been working on a cloning project. Yeah. Um, so, Megan, we get your favorite person. Minnie me. Yeah. He's a cutie patootie. I like him. He's too cute for you, boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Things are coming full circle that around is, here. That is his email address. That is absolutely his email. <laughs> I love that he has a cloned Mr. Bigglesworth. I think that that's, that makes the, the whole thing make sense. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's the naked version of him. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And not like the... The fluffy version. Yeah. It has to be hashtag naked. Yeah. Always <laughs> naked. I also love that when he does the pinky thing, it's lightning. like lightning too. Yeah. Yes. It's so cute. It's great. Doesn't tiny... actually like make any sense with real cloning, but it no. It's that you're one eighth of Yeah, right. It doesn't and that you're suddenly like actually a grown man. Like from a petri dish. Come on, here he is, <laughs> little sprout. It's uh, it's making Scott really mad though. It is. He's fiending. 
Yeah, he's like, uh oh, he's got another like person, yeah. like yeah. another son slash himself. Better go order that complicated Starbucks drink. That's right how now. I'm acting and out. And then spill it and be like, oops, didn't mean to do that. that or ten dollar Starbucks drink. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, he got his own cat, and all I got was a $10 Starbucks drink. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. I th- it's, it's like, sad, but also, like, Scott's too punk. Yeah. I mean, he, I know he cares, because he's actually emo more he's than he so is punk. He's so emo. This was, oh my gosh, this was how emo started. Just Scott. It was just Scott. Being emo. Being like, I fucking hate you, Dad. Let's go but, on Jerry Springer. But also, like, I love you, Dad. I want you to accept me. Right? Why don't you love me? You've been gone for most of my young life, and I just want you to understand me. I know that I like spiky hair and um, metal music, but... And you've been frozen for 30 years, and you don't know what the 90s are. <laughs> I would be so sad if I didn't know what the 90s were. Same. 90s were good. Same. I I love it. I love that it's having a resurgence, but it's also funny to watch young people who didn't live during the 90s be copping like 90s style, 90s. Like, it's funny because I think it's the same way that our parents maybe felt if we went through a hippie phase and like like stuff from the 70s because I was like that. I went through like a I only shopped at vintage and like flea markets phase See, I did the 80s grunge. Okay. That's what I did. See, I did not. I did not get into that. Well, I mean, my parents had like full on um, leather dusters like the Matrix. I love that. Like both of them had them. And so going through their closets, it was just like blast straight from the 80s. And I was like, okay, so this is what I need to be doing now. And then my mom was like, yeah, you're dressing too like grungy. And I'm like, it's 80s yeah shit. you've influenced I me i basically had the like the little trip pants kind of grungy 80s style and i was oh my like gosh listen that's amazing it's your fault that's funny yeah and our parents do have so because my parents were musicians and they had a little rock band and they played some 80s i mean their band was mainly in the 80s mm-hmm. um but a lot of their originals seemed like more like late 70s kind of, like a Rolling Stones-ish kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then they did a lot of cover stuff from the 70s and 60s. Little less hair metal, little more laid back. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not like glam metal. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't their style. But they did a lot of, um, they covered a lot of Fleetwood Mac. They covered a lot of Rolling Stones. They covered a lot of uh, something else that I'm blanking on. Uh, Queen they did a lot of Queen songs so I think that that was a big and then Zeppelin yeah that's that was my favorite growing up so I did a I had a big hippie hippie dippy phase I'm not surprised me neither (laughs) you're still kind of that way now a little bit a little bit still love Zeppelin I still dress grungy as I'm sitting here in my giant flannel there it's comfy it is it's hella comfy I want a naked cat they're pretty damn cute I have two cats but I would love a naked cat do you see those often at like shelters or rescues though because I feel, I feel like, like not no they're expensive they are they yeah, are you need to 
put them in the bathtub and you need to bathe them and they actually can't trap their own body heat so you have to like that's why they have a lot of clothes that makes sense um they're a bougie they're the right cat for dr evil yeah very bougie cat yeah yeah well and even before he was naked it was like a persian that had to be brushed all the time right so it's always high maintenance yeah gotta have high maintenance high maintenance drink high maintenance pinky high maintenance cat high maintenance clone yeah oh my god uber high yeah Look at his customized little gray outfit. Silver outfit. I like all of the physical humor, especially when they're taking like that extra step to let you hear his sneakers like scuff against the floor of him like walking really fast. Yes. That's like those tiny like detail pieces. I'm just like, that's what makes this movie. And comedy like that. I haven't seen something like that. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. But like if you look at Naked Gun or Airplane or any of the like the comedies predating Austin Powers and then this there were lots of comedies like that that were like slapstick and physical and the devil was in the details like every little detail the only thing that I'm thinking of that could be like remotely physical is like everybody quotes like bridesmaids too and it's yeah it's a little bit physical a little bit it's a little bit higher brow because they're trying the hangover to hangover too yeah that's a lot of like a little less physical more quippy yes yeah yeah which i think has become more popular it's but like quippy quick wit and i'm like yeah but like hit somebody with a baseball bat that's funny yeah no physical humor i think is my favorite because it's it's character acting at its finest it's caricature acting you're you're doing nothing you don't have any dialogue it's just what you're physically doing yes. which is yeah i three stooges is like my favorite thing on the planet yeah oh my gosh my mom loves this, the Stooges, the Three Stooges. I used to have like a bunch of their stuff like on DVD. Yeah. Same. And I would just sit and watch it like all afternoon. Yeah. Because it's like, that shit's funny. It yeah. never is not funny. Yeah. Agreed. Bring it back. I w- agreed. Not, okay, not as physical, but did you ever watch Keeping Up Appearances? It was a BBC comedy show. When did it air? It was an 80s show, 80s, 90s. Then I probably, because I was still in Podunk, Kentucky with no BBC. Fair enough. Um, I think it might be on Netflix. Uh, It was at a time. It is hysterical. For like physical humor. It's, well, it's not physical. It's just, I was thinking of it because I was talking about humor. But I think you would still enjoy it. It's British humor. So it's a very specific niche. It's very dry. And the main character, her name is Hyacinth Bucket. But she, it's called Keeping Up Appearances, and she's a very, she wants to be, she wants to be known as being, like, high, mm-hmm. high society. Not a bucket. And so when people call, and they're like, yeah, Mrs. Bucket, she's like, it's bouquet. Oh, like, my she's gosh. Just, but it's so British, and it's so funny, and her husband, her poor husband, it's just hysterical. I guess she has, like, a similar phone number to the Chinese takeaway, so... <laughs> Every day she gets a call from the, like someone ordering Chinese food and she's like, no, this is not the Chinese takeaway. <laughs> that is really it's funny. So great. Because when I was growing up, our phone number was one different than the Domino's down the street. Oh like one God. number different. <laughs> so we would come home sometimes. Why you would do this? Because whoever did this is like drunk high or just stupid. They would leave voicemail messages After on our hearing like. hearing your voice. Yes. <laughs> That, well, I mean, it's pretty like generic. It's like you've reached like the my home phone. It, it's not my phone number anymore, but yeah. whatever. And 
leave a message after the beep or whatever. And then they'd be like, yeah, I'll have like two large pepperoni pizzas. <laughs> and I'm, I would just, I remember like listening to those voicemail messages when, or like the answering machine messages, messages when I was a kid. We eventually just threw out our machine because what's the point? Right. Because it's literally, and we had that phone number my entire life until my mom literally just moved. That's so funny. And it was just, oh my God. I still just, remember my phone number from childhood. Oh yeah. Isn't that's how crazy? my, that's like how my CVS card you. is uh, set up is on the old telephone number. <laughs> that's amazing. That just reminded me too, like the pizza ordering. Another weird anecdote that has nothing to do with like anything. That's okay. But I was thinking about this the other day. So maybe that's why it's on my mind. But my first like massive crush, uh, Chris. Boy. Cr- what? Who's a pizza boy? No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. I'm talking about like in third grade, but I, I was, I was a little boy crazy, but I think it's because my best friend at the time was a few years older than me and she was boy crazy. So I thought like, oh my gosh, boy crazy. That's the thing to be. Um, but I had this huge crush on this kid who lived down the street from me. And I also had a penchant for pranks. I loved playing pranks. So what would any good prankster do when they have a crush, but they don't want to like say it? I um, called and ordered a pizza to be delivered to his house, but I didn't pay for it. So it showed up and they had to pay for it. And they got so mad. And his older sister, Liz, got so pissed at me. And like, and then I came out and like told him it was me kind of thing. Like me and my friend went and like told it. And, and I ended up getting 20 bucks from my mom and like giving them 20 bucks because they ended up having to like shovel out money for a pizza that oh they did order. God. And I was so sorry. But I just, I, looking back, it was really, it was, it was funny. But also like I was an asshole. So. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> feeling like you missed the opportunity. I feel like you wouldn't know it as like a third grader, but leave like having them write like a message on the inside of the box right. or like a, what a uh, princess diaries. They put the message in M&Ms or yes. whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I missed that. I was in fifth grade at this time, but I had a crush on him for years. Yeah. I liked him forever. And then in eighth, no, in seventh grade, we got to middle school and, um, my best friend who's still one of my very close friends ended up dating him and I stopped having a crush on him that year. But like I had a crush on him for like four years. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I it was like limerence. Like I would not stop liking him, but we were just like friends. We used to play kickball in the street together. That's how you, uh, that's how you get married. You play kickball in the street. Right. That's it. That's the way. Yeah. Fuck all these dating apps. Go play kickball Go play with someone. Kickball. <laughs> Starting a Facebook group now. For Listen, like singles in their 20s. Single kickball league. have a job. Yeah. You have to be gainfully unemployed. Uh, and you have to really, employed. you have to have a great relationship with your mom. And that's then, also yeah, a must. If you have a respectable relationship with your mom, not like too much, not too little. You have a good relationship with your mom. You're employed. You have benefits. You're going places. You have a car. You have a car that has like decent mileage and like you can maintain it. Come to kickball. It's pretty pretty basic requirements here. Kickball bitches. Kick <laughs> twenty eighteen. Kickball bitches. Yeah, it's our Facebook group. Okay, it's not real. I mean, but if somebody makes it, hell, I'll join. I'll it. join it. I'm not. I'm not single, but I'll play kickball. Can I? Yeah. Can I coach kickball? Yeah, I'll be the. I'll Mediator, be the kickball the mom. referee. <laughs> I bring snacks. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that you were here this week. Hell yeah! I'm glad I was here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for introducing me to the world of podcast. The pod. The pod. The pod. You've been on a pod now. I've been on a pod. And check that off. 
Cha-ching. Next up, uh, once you've been on a pod, you kind of have to have one of your own. That'll be I next. Am, we'll check I, that off I'm going to think about it. I, uh, I'm i very interested in doing it. I just want to think about my topic. Yeah. Or my niche. Yeah. All suggestions welcome if there's anything anyone's interested in hearing about. I'm a serial enthusiast. I'm enthusiastic about a lot of things. So I could pick. I could pick anything. I feel like health and wellness would be, I would want to talk about that more than anything, like food, food, exercise, mental health. Mental health is important. Mental health is so important and connected to all the other things too. Yeah. Well, follow Megan on social media and tell her what you'd like to hear from her lovely, smooth, smooth butter voice. (laughs) A hummus sapien. Yeah. Go um, dive into her DMs, but be nice and don't be don't be creppy don't be creppy just uh be sweet because i know you guys are um but it's customary that i'm not gonna plug anything for me this on this friday and you kind of have to take it out so you have to take it out with the outro by yourself all right oh sure um can i plug you if you want also sure so uh obviously if you're not already uh, follow, subscribe, like all the things uh, that you do with a podcast um, and give reviews as well. Tell your friends, uh, share it on your social media. I feel like there's so many there's so many Austin Powers fans that would probably just really enjoy this and reliving it um, is fun. So definitely tell everyone about it. And then for myself, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier on in the first one when I was mentioning uh, that I... Uh, I have a little bit of writing out there. I do have a blog, but I don't really share it yet. Uh, but I, I do some writing and I will be um, kind of picking up my acting career soon. So if you have any scripts, uh, have any things you want to produce, uh, let me know. I'll be interested in jumping in on any creative projects coming in January. Peace out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and keep it groovy. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs>